talking so fast you can run his podcast at point five. Results are conclusive, just know that he argues both sides. His GM is a shadow of his normal self. Doppelganger stealth. Hello and welcome to season two, episode 10 of the Shadow of the GM podcast. Today I'm going to be talking a bit about some call-ins that have come in since my last episode and then also going to be uh, going on about Rollmaster and Space Master that I am currently thinking about running uh, after some conversations with Jason Connolly. Because um, I do miss some of those IC <laughs> games. Um, uh, it turns out I really like crunchy systems. Um, yeah, and then also some of the Collins referred a bit about my solo plays. I'll talk a little bit about my solo play podcast as well, GM Shadow Plays. If you're interested in that, please check out the other podcast, my sister podcast around that. Though, any further ado now, let's move on to those first Collins. Hey, Barry, Luke from the Easy Groups podcast here. Just wanted to thank you for um, the shout out on your last episode. And I wanted to tell you how much I appreciate hearing about your game with your six-year-old. That's hilarious. Uh, we seem to be living parallel lives because I have three under the age of six and we spend a lot of time waiting in the car as well. So maybe I should start thinking about doing the same here. As for your solo play, actual play podcast you're thinking about doing, I'd like to add my vote as a heck yes. There's not nearly enough GURPS uh, material, especially actual plays on the internet. And uh, and you do a great job, I'm sure. And I will be uh, waiting uh, patiently to hear that. I will be keenly following. Thanks a ton. Keep up the great work. Bye. Thank you. That was Luke there from the Easy GURPS um, podcast uh, and also the Rando Sea Heroes website where he has some um, sort of materials around running GURPS solo. Um, so have a look, check that out if you're interested in that podcast. And as well as I, I really recommend it. I said, I think I've called into his show a few times. I've been listening to it and quite enjoying listening to his like solo adventures with his characters in that. Um, as for gaming with the children in the car, yeah, I think I should probably add the caveat for anyone that hasn't been listening that I don't force my children to play GURPS whilst we're in the car. It's something they ask me to do when we go in the car. So after they've got my feet quite a lot of time because we haven't prepared adventure it's very much made up on the spot so it's not done in the full group style but they definitely enjoy it so yeah it does help kind of pass the time and gives us something to do whilst sitting in the car waiting for stuff so yeah it's interesting to hear similar stories but yeah i'd say go and give it a try uh, thank you as well for the encouragement on the um solo play yeah so i have started it now as you probably know from looking at it so you know go and check it out and hopefully yeah hopefully people do enjoy it at the end of the day i'm doing it for myself i guess so it doesn't matter if no one else is into it but you know i'd love to get the encouragement from the people listening in so with that uh, call over let's move on to the next one and see who's next hey this is joe from biggest geekus um just finished listening to your episode uh with regard to solo play as a actual play and a podcast you might want to listen to for inspiration perhaps is uh, tale of the manticore and it's one guy doing an actual play plays all the roles players and npcs um <clears throat> except it's a bit dramatized, they do some voice acting and stuff, so it may not be exactly what you're after, but uh, it's good in either way, so I would suggest giving it a listen. Talk to you later. Bye. 
that was Joe there from the Biggest Geekiest podcast um, that she does with his friend Randy. Um, just want to say, I have, have listened to Tales of the Bad Decor before. And one thing I will say is they have better production values, or he has better production values than I do. Also, more talent with his own music than I do. But yes, I've listened to it. And I would recommend anyone else out there, yes, if you are interested in solo play um, RPG podcasts as well as Easy GURPS, do check out Tales of the Bad Decor. Uh, Chia Webster's also mentioned in his podcast. It's definitely worth listening to. Um, so go and check that one out, and you can see what can be achieved if you can put your mind to it. And speaking of Chia Webster, he's up next with his call. Hey Barry, Che, just wanted to thank you for the episode uh, Roll vs. Roll, I think it is. Um, and it's nice to hear that you kind of came to a very similar conclusion to what I think I've come to, which is a bit of a false dichotomy. Um, what I'd like to uh, emphasise is just the idea, I think it kind of connects back to Daniel's call as well about minis, is that there is a real tactile element to gaming. And obviously I came from a wargaming background, um, so like moving miniatures or tokens or whatever around, it scratches that itch. Um, but also rolling dice scratches that itch. You know, picking up the dice and rolling them is a part of a pl- process of playing a game for me. Um, so when I'm in more uh, a more game, kind of gamist mode, for one of a better phrase, um, you know, that more in that board game, war game mindset, then I think I love rolling dice. But I'm also beginning to experiment with, you know, the much more um, narrative and uh, focused on description approach with less dice. So anyway, just want to say thanks. Game on. That was Che Webster there from the Roleplayer Rescue podcast. Yeah, I mean, thanks for the calling and thanks for the sort of, you know, I think we're quite similar in the way we think about things, Che, from the conversations we had in the past. So it's probably no wonder that we kind of follow the similar thing around about this false dichotomy about role versus role and about the fact that, you know, it's quite all right to enjoy both sides of the game, really. There's no real wrong way of doing it in some ways. I mean, some people, I think, don't necessarily like rolling dice as much or whatever or enjoy sessions where they don't do some dice rolling. Um, On the sort of tactile front, I mean, yeah, I, same as you, I came from more gaming. I came from Warhammer 40,000 until I got into the hobby, I guess, originally, or through the board games, really. Um, and so, yeah, I'm used to moving things around and kind of seeing those maps and getting to roll those dice. I think of the things I miss more, it's a personal comment, really, because I think it's personal, which for it is, it is the rolling dice thing I miss a little bit more. There's something more satisfying about having those dice in your hand, clicking them, rolling them, watching them fall and seeing the numbers, than there is pressing a button on the screen. Um, the 3D dice does sometimes help. I do kind of like the 3D dice functions on there. Uh, the only thing that tips the scales for me sometimes towards using the digital versions are where there's a lot of integration on the game for doing things like applying damage or, you know, rolling up tables and stuff because sometimes having that do automatically does kind of cut time off some of the more laborious things i guess from some of those and i'm thinking sort of preempting some of the conversations around things about like role master and stuff that sometimes you know having to look at the tables and stuff does slow the game down a little bit so sometimes some of those digital assistants can be quite handy but i do think there's possibly a compromise on that one as well but i don't want to again preempt too much about it later on but yeah it's interesting to sort of feel about it from the tactile thing and um, as for the sort of more story elements that are going in i think i did want to partly we want to do an episode called um, every rpg is a story game um, but uh, and i think that's one of those things about you know there's no harm in rolling less if that's where the story's taking because at the end of the day as you kind of well said by saying it we came from war games so rpgs aren't war games so you know although there's some war game elements in there there's something else about them and that's something else i think is what attracts us to rpgs over just doing tabletop war gaming i guess at the end of the day or even skirmish war gaming and those sort of things and things like Frostgrave and things like that so you know i think there is a different element behind what we experience in an rpg towards developing a narrative and a story as well as just rolling dice to you know hit people and kill things if that makes some kind of sense and here before i start rambling let's maybe finish off the call-in section so i just want to thank everyone who called in i do appreciate all the calls and um, they really kind of add to my show make it notice me talking to myself and ranting about the things i want to rant about so thank you for that then next we move on to talk a little bit about my upcoming plans for maybe running some role master stroke space master mm-hmm. 
So let's talk about Role Master and Space Master. So once again, I know I've alluded to him already in this episode, but I'm going to blame Jason Connolly of Nerds RPG Variety Cast firmly for this. If you haven't listened to his show, please do check him out. Uh, one of the things that Jason and I share in common, as well as some of the other people, uh, some of the other podcasters on the Anchor community, is a love of some of ICE's products. So it's Iron Crown Enterprises products back in the day, um, especially things like Merp. We used to play Middle Earth role-playing back in the day, and there's quite a few... Um, Jason's got a full episode if you're interested talking about people's memories about playing those um, IC games where I think I actually make a total hash about how the game used to work. <laughs> it's been a while since we played it at that point in time. Um, to put it in context, we have also played a Merp game quite recently and we did also play um, against Dark Master, a game that Jason thankfully ran for us um, to kind of have a look at that. And one of the things that kind of did for me is a scratch a bit of an itch to go back and play some of those um, games. Um, I went through a phase of looking at sort of more rule light systems and trying to avoid the sort of crunchy systems, but I have since learned that I actually really enjoy some of those more crunchy systems. Um, and I wasn't sure with Role Master and Space Master. I kind of looked at it a few times and thought, is the is the character creation process a bit too lengthy? Is it a bit too difficult? But then I think some of my experiences with GURPS, which is also seen as being like lengthy and difficult and front-loaded, how it kind of taught me that, well, actually, the more you do it and the more you get used to it, it stops becoming such a barrier. Um, and I think that's what happened back in the day, back in the day when we just, when I was younger and just did things, I just kind of got on with it and we just did it and just kind of muddled our way through. And I think I need to kind of get back to that because there's some aspects of those systems I really enjoy. Um, so much so that me and Jason did sort of tinker with the idea of going and playing some harp so i don't know if you know any of the ic products but basically there is a harp fantasy and a harp sci-fi products about there and a harp is effectively streamlined role master and space master systems so it uses less attributes the attack tables are kind of simplified but i kind of looked at it and looked through it and thought about running it um, and then decided actually i wasn't so keen on doing the simplified version i really enjoyed the full kind of critical tables the full damage tables and things um so i kind of spoke to jason and said actually i would really like to run something like space master because i never run space Master before. Um, it helps that Iron Crown Enterprises have just done a discount on their Space Master books on Drive-Thru RPG as well, so you can get the PDFs of the player's book, the Games Master's book, and the tech book now uh, for quite cheap. I think they work out, I think they're five, I want to say $5 US, which works out as about £3.60 in UK money, which is dirt cheap really for some PDFs. You get the full old system for about just under a tenner basically here in the UK, which was quite nice, so I have grabbed those PDFs. And then, because I'm an obsessive geek, I actually found someone who was selling an old box set that called Space Master on eBay, so I got hold of the physical books, which would hopefully be arriving any day now um so i will be getting my geek on with that one so me and jason hoping to get some games like in somehow hopefully we can persuade some other players to play with us as well but if they don't hey maybe it's a solo one-on-one game with me and jason playing a bit of space master um, i guess one thing i do want to talk a little bit around that um is really talk a little bit maybe about integration around digital tools because there is some complexity around um, some of the IC games, the old IC games around about those tables and things and though i do enjoy them there are some issues about them potentially being able to slow down the game so there is a part of me that's kind of tempted just to run with the books and do it the old school way and tab the books. So back in the olden days, before the internet was as marvellous as it is now, and it was very basic and possibly even pre-internet, everyone thinking far enough back in the UK, when we used to run the, when I ran Rollmaster the first time, the way I sped up the process of the gaming was to basically tab in the book the, um, the different tables, the different attack tables, different critical tables, based on what the characters actually had and what the NPCs used. So I could flick to things a lot faster. And there's a part of me that's tempted to do that and keep running it that way. But what I am aware is there's also quite a bevy now of digital tools out there if you want to play some um, IC products. So for example, um, there's ERA, which is an electronic resource sort of management for, it has Rollmaster Classic and Rollmaster Fantasy Roleplay. So it doesn't have Space Master at the moment. 
which exists out there. And if you have the error products, you can basically create your characters using that um, and you can host it over a LAN. If you're clever enough and you get the, the, it to work as well, you can actually get people online to integrate through it as well. It runs on a web server. So if you open a port, you can get player support in. What error also has, which is very helpful, is it has a, um, my brain's got a bit blank then it's got like a combat management system and also an exploring management system so you can do things like you know the players make the characters you move on to the go adventuring page you can then load your characters onto there and it can run combats it can run skill checks it can run you know healing if they're resting and does all that calculation for you and it's quite a cool automated tool because it can also if you click on the butterfly symbol i think it is on there it makes a dice roll for you you can do dice rolls too or you can roll them yourself which kind of gets to the point about some things that are helpful not having automated and just put the numbers in and then it will give you things like how much damage you've done based on the offensive defensive bonuses that are involved etc and it's quite good at managing initiative as well so basically it does a thing where you start your turn in combat and you can put the players actions into the the system beforehand uh, work out things as well like how far they've moved and things so it really can streamline that process of use it part of the reason why I'm, I'm tempted not to use it initially i think is because i'd like to learn the rules and one of the things i do know from automated systems is that i'm kind of there's a temptation just to let the system tell you what people can do rather than you actually understanding why those things are and what the actual rules are around it so part of me wants to maybe do something a bit more streamlined um, and work on that first of all uh, rather less digital initially and um, but then look at whether i can use it in the future for maybe doing some automation so that it doesn't slow down the game potentially maybe looking up the tables and things because they'll be in there already and just automatically generate them um, it does some cool things like drag and drop. I'd be remiss in talking about Rollmaster, certainly a classic Rollmaster anyway, without also then referring to Fantasy Grounds. So Fantasy Grounds also has a Rollmaster Classic module in there now that lets you do these things. It also has some cool uh, tables. So if, for example, you're in combat and you've targeted someone and you roll attack, it will automatically pull up the tables and it has a critical table where you can drag and drop the dice roll into there too and it lets you drag and drop that damage into the combat tracker. So again, really helps automate that process and kind of move those things out. And I've seen a few people on the IC Discord talking about how they've done quite large combats with those um, and that seems to really kind of help them manage that combat and kind of manage that load about you know who's stunned etc and how much damage they've taken and what the criticals have done and things so there's some quite cool things out there so if you are put off by some of that stuff there are definitely ways around it so you can get that experience without having necessarily to do it like i said i'm thinking of a lower tech thing what i was thinking about and i had this conversation with jason on discord was um i'm tem tempted to try and maybe populate some of the tables onto one note and basically maybe use one note as a more basic kind of thing so essentially i have the attack tables on my own personal one note uh, sort of copied in there uh, i'm going to be at free typing but i just imagine because i don't think anyone's got them anywhere that i can pinch in that sense and i don't want to breach copyright in any way by people sharing these things out there but then also potentially hyperlink the critical tables so i can jump between tables a bit more quickly really uh without having to have this full digital suite basically open and one note seems like a possible way of doing it so i'm very tempted to have that in there uh, but it's more speculation at the moment as whether i stick to pen and paper or go with other systems that are out there but space master it has to be said is not currently supported by era although the reserve space master privateer which is effectively space master third edition will be running second probably because that's what i have um uh, out there as well so there are some but it also isn't supported by era and uh, there isn't one on fantasy grounds for it yet either um i tend to use foundry vtt and as of yet there isn't a dedicated system on foundry for it there is a open sort of dice system which lets you do the d100 rolls but it doesn't have the tables and stuff in there so it's whether it'd be worth using it really on foundry or not because my plan is probably not to use battle maps and things it's probably more to be theater of mind when we play the games so anyway i guess that's really it for this episode now talking about rollmaster but yes that is my plan and those are some of the things i hope to do
That's it for this episode of the Shadow of the GM podcast. As always, if you have any comments or any questions or any complaints, even you can get me at anchor.fm slash GM Shadow. You can also email me at gmshadow at hotmail.com and I am on Twitter at GM Shadow. I'm also hanging around on various Discord groups. You can find me um, on the GURPS Discord, the IC Discord now that I'm hanging around there. Um, some of the other ones for things like Gaming Ballistic, which is related to their two, two GURPS as well. So yeah, please like, keep an eye out for me. Uh, I tend to be hanging around those sort of things. If you know the games are like, you'll probably find me on some of those discords. But if in doubt, Twitter or email always works as well. Uh, leave me a voice message on Anchor if you want to. If you want to leave anything bigger, feel free to record it on a separate thing and email it to me at gmshadow.hotmail.com and I shall integrate it and add it on the show. So that's it for this episode again. So I shall speak to you soon. And everyone just keep on gaming. Thank you.